This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Fund liquidation overpowering supportive fundamentals. A lot has happened in the last two weeks since grain prices started breaking down in response to a favorable shift in the weather forecast. Now the weather forecast from two weeks ago turned out drier through today, and there is a strong call for high heat and drought expansion to persist from mid-July to mid-August. Even so, grain markets have spiraled lower as hedge fund liquidation brought out new bearish technical selling. Following the Thursday crop report and heading into the long holiday weekend, speculators continue to close out bullish grain bets. They were ignoring the other influences besides weather that have also flipped from bullish to bearish to seemingly back to bullish, including sentiment in crude and edible oil markets, developments in the war in Ukraine, and views on inflation and recession. China's COVID lockdowns are part of what spooked the large speculators out of their grain longs over the previous three weeks. New COVID cases triggered another mass testing campaign and shuttered businesses again just days after Shanghai and started opening up on June 1st. Chinese equities were able to rally earlier in the week after it was announced that certain measures of China's COVID zero policy were being lifted. Signs of progress for opening up grain exports out of Ukraine have weighed on the market recently. Observers were optimistic about the world's efforts to secure safe passage for more grain shipments out of the Black Sea ports that Russia currently has blockaded. Ukraine's Ag Minister estimated grain exports through June at only 44% of last year's volume, and there's little hope of significant acceleration while exports continue to bottleneck at land ports in the Northwest. Leaders from the United States and Europe said that they're still focused on a solution for freeing up the food supply, But the odds of success may have turned suddenly slimmer as the latest reports have Russia doubling down on underwater mines and security around the ports. U.S. exporters still stand to benefit from shifted trade flows now that grain faces significant blockages in the two powerhouse Black Sea growers. With supply out of Russia and Ukraine limited, that leaves the U.S. to compete with the remaining major grain exporters, notably those in South America. Brazil continues to earn solid buying interest now along with Argentina, which has recently offered corn at the world's cheapest prices. Recent weakness against the dollar for the Brazilian real and Argentine peso have contributed to the South American price advantage. It remains to be seen whether China will start to purchase corn from Brazil in a bigger way. And there is also the possibility that Argentina's government hikes export taxes in order to protect food security that logistics are snarled by trucker strikes like the one that just occurred in Argentina last week. Argentine prices may not stay so competitive if dry weather persists there. India was supposed to be an alternative source of wheat to the world after the war broke out. However, the government quickly backtracked on its earlier pledge to open up exports and instead instituted a ban that officials claim was in the interest of limiting food price inflation. The latest report suggests India is still shipping strong volumes to friendly nations, but not as much as the country's current surplus might otherwise allow. France was another source of wheat that the world had figured on tapping into. That was before the heat wave and expanding drought in Western Europe started to put a curb on the production outlook there. It is not wheat that other countries are most worried about losing from Russia and Ukraine. It is oil and energy products. New trading sanctions still being implemented around the world 
are pushing Russia out of the market to put more pressure on supplies in North America and from OPEC. The cartel met this week and showed reluctance to boost oil production given tight current capacity and the desire to keep profits high. A rebound for oil was supporting grains because of the bullish implications for margins on products like ethanol and soy-based diesels and because of the lead role that oil plays for investor sentiment in the commodity space. Investor sentiment may turn out to be one of the main deciding factors of whether the commodities continue in a bull market or turn lower for a deeper price reset. Investor sentiment should be closely linked to consumer sentiment, which fell to a record low in the University of Michigan survey of consumers this week. The numbers kept stock traders nervous, but the market is chiding general support in the idea that the Fed is doing enough to tame inflation. Calming inflation fears will leave the grains vulnerable to further downside, while traders' sentiment and chart trends are being flipped on their heads. However, the market can likely turn this focus back to weather, depending on how the forecast holds up following this upcoming three-day weekend. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.